Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Hello everybody, I'm John Heindorf and I'm in the south of Spain to take a look at and a drive in the Alfa Romeo Giulietta. This is the 1.6 diesel. Real World Road Tests on RadioLeMond.com The Alfa Romeo Giulietta, a name that's been around for a very, very long time. It's got a great history as a car that is stylish and fashionable and pretty. And in its latest iteration, a mild facelift from when the car has been reintroduced to the Alpha range. It's a five-door hatchback, but still very much with the trademark Alpha grille, almost triangular, right in the front of the car, with a slightly deeper air dam on uh, this model that we have. It's the uh, medium trim level, different names for different parts of the world, but a slightly deeper air dam with a egg crate style grille and the two fog lights mounted uh, in what would normally be the air intakes. Slightly different uh, look to the headlights now. They've been elongated and pushed back into the bonnet and the wings and the LED daytime running lights are incorporated into there with the projector headlights. This is a sort of a a blue-silver colour and I think it really suits the car. Still with that very much trademark V down the bonnet of the car itself and a I know everything's dictated by European crash tests and uh, pedestrian safety now, but it's nice to see that Alpha have been able to incorporate some of their classic design features uh, and still get through the regulations. It's a very safe car, passing the uh, Euro crash tests with flying colours, both for the occupants and for pedestrian safety. The curves here between the V on the bonnet and the... uh, the bonnet edges as well as the headlights are very, very sexy indeed. It, it is a five-door hatchback, a medium-sized car. It's uh, one of a, a number of cars now that the rear doors don't have door handles in the normal place. They're actually up behind the rear windows in black so that you can't see them. The door handles on the front very much in chrome, so it does almost have the look of a two-door down the side, but it isn't a massively coupe style there's still quite good headroom in the back with the progressive curve of the roof and it's a very clever visual thing that alpha have done because although the roof line remains quite high the chrome edges to the windows tinted on this model actually drops down quite sharply to almost a reverse arrowhead at the back of the uh, the rear set of doors and it takes the eye down as if it's more of a coupe style but you're not actually u- losing that headroom inside very clever indeed uh, this is body color door mirrors on here side repeater indicators with led bulbs in and uh, this car with a rather splendid set of double spoke alloys uh, so sort of five spokes doubled up on this car and a rather sensible set of 16 inch alloys although the more sporty ones uh, can get 17 or 18 inch rims move around to the 
back of the car, little spoiler, over the rear window, rear wash wipe and an upper brake light in there as well. Again, a very distinctive rear light design that's split on the tailgate there. You open the boot lid itself by pushing the Alfa Romeo sign, which is a nice, uh, uh, nice the emblem, of course, is uh, very, very distinctive and uh, an enamel badge quite large in the middle with the Julietta script underneath in chrome. Let's open the boot. More than enough room for three medium-sized travel cases. Uh, in this case, it's a couple of cases, a kit bag and a racing helmet, um, and plenty enough for uh, a decent uh, bit of luggage for a weekend or even longer away. The seats split 60-40. And that's uh, that 60-40 split fairly easily accessed by a set of levers from inside the car. There's a 12-volt power source and a light in the boot, which are very much like indeed. Rear end of the car, quite curvaceous. Those uh, rear lights certainly dominating the back end. But it's quite a clean and uncluttered rear end of the car. And again... The Alpha designers have been very clever with the design and a slight V in the very dark glass of the rear hatch again pulls the whole car down and makes it quite squat at the back and I think quite sporty. Single chrome tailpipe to the left hand side of the car. Uh, rear parking sensors again, uh, that's a, a, a standard fit on this uh, middle level car. Now as I come round to the right hand side, because we'd normally have the steering wheel here, it's on the other side, and walk down the other side of the car. The first thing I've got to say is that if I open the fuel flap inside there, the word diesel, really something that you would perhaps up until recently have associated with Alfa Romeo, but in common with all of the main European manufacturers, they have totally embraced the idea of diesels and performance diesels uh, at, that, at that, this is the entry-level diesel engine, 1.605 brake horsepower, but of course gobs of torque. And uh, we'll talk about how that performs when we get the car on the road. Let's uh, open the rear door on the driver's side and do Heindhoff's pace and test of getting in behind his own driving position. Easy to do. The rear door opens nice and wide. And the back seat sitting theatre style, just a little higher than the front, so not too claustrophobic at all. And if I quickly close the rear door, quite a nice place to be. Headrests that move up and down in the back. And this is where you really find the advantage of the roof that doesn't slope. The window line coming down towards sort of round about my eye level, but still able to see out, and as I say, not too claustrophobic, but the slightly higher roof line means that I can get, what, three fingers between my head and the roof. And although the rear window is uh, a little letterbox-like, where when you're looking from the rear view window, there's, there's plenty of uh, the plenty of space here for the rear passengers, and my knees aren't even up against the, the back of the driver's seat. Quite a nice place to be, actually. Now, remember, this is... Uh, medium-sized family car so getting people in and out of the back always important and uh, able to do that the rear door opening not being intruded in too much by the rear wheel let's jump into the front 
tell you about the driving position. Well, the first thing to say is that it's very alpha, very driver focused, and the sports seats with the very pronounced side bolsters in the backrest of the car I find very comfortable. Uh, the driver's seat is adjustable for height uh, as well as sliding backwards and forwards. The steering wheel for height and reach. And what a beautiful steering wheel. Leather clad on this model uh, with contrast stitching. A few buttons on the steering wheel but only really for the stereo and the telephone, the Bluetooth link. Dashboard dominated by two very traditional round clocks. Speedo on the left-hand side, the Alfa Romeo branded rev counter on the right, water temperature and a fuel gauge. In the middle, at what now is quite a old-fashioned looking uh, red on black driver information system, but listen, it works perfectly well. It gives me all the information that I need. I think you know if you've listened to me before that one of my pet hates is not having somewhere to put your left foot uh, on a car. This is a three-pedal car. It's a six-speed manual gearbox. The left foot rest perfectly positioned. And even on this diesel, the Alfa Romeo uh, badged pedals themselves fantastically placed for healing and towing. Quite clear to me that whatever else this car is going to deliver on the road the promise of a sporting drive and a driver focused drive is already being hinted at just by sitting here let's go through the rest of the interior it's very dark in color which again i think you know is something that i like a little bit of silver on the steering wheel again with the enamel alfa romeo badge right in the middle uh now we've got a, a five-inch touchscreen in the middle of the dash here, which controls the radio, the media settings, which means you can put your MP3 player or a USB stick, or in fact there's a, a mini jack as well to put an auxiliary uh, sound source in there as well. Uh, some of the top-of-the-range cars get a bigger touchscreen that includes the satellite navigation in there as well. More traditional buttons just to the driver's side of that uh, central touch screen that control front and rear fog lights and uh, also tyre pressure monitoring, central locking etc. Three rotary controls in the middle of the centre console right in front of the, the driver which uh, hark back to another era and I quite like it they've got a silver surround um, it's very alpha but they have touch buttons, uh, push buttons incorporated into them and indeed LED screens for the air conditioning, the heating and the front and rear demisting. It's a very clever way of doing it. As I said, it's a six-speed manual gearbox and the gear lever itself is beautiful piece of metal work which falls perfectly to hand as you would expect from a car uh, that Alfa Romeo build uh, it's a little collar that you pull up to get reverse handbrake, a little bit difficult to get to the handbrake because of the centre console here which does flip up for you to put one or two uh, bits and pieces in there, the power socket or the cigarette lighter is down in between the seats which means if you are powering a 
satellite navigation system because you haven't got the onboard. You do have to trail cables up towards the windscreen. The glove box, depending on which model you get, can get a aircon cooled glove box in there as well. The switch that has intrigued me the most is this uh, beautiful piece of turned aluminium, uh, the DNA switch, which is a slide that uh, sits at rest in the middle position, which is N. D is dynamic, and the one closest to me, the A, is for bad weather. And what that does is changes the way that the throttle and the steering react depending on which one you select. I'll tell you more about that when we get out on the road. So, it's a pretty decent place to be. If I'm honest, there's one or two slightly hard plastics on the top of the doors. Um, The vents, the air vents themselves, look a tad flimsy, particularly the ones in the middle. But that said, they work well enough. And actually, in operation, they uh, feel actually a little bit better than they look, if that makes any sense. There's a little... Glove box, extra glove box for your sunglasses in the uh, top of the dashboard as well. Auto-dipping rear-view mirror with a, another little information panel above that, which is who's got the seatbelts on and who hasn't. A decent set of interior lighting. And as I say, all in all, a nice place to be with this dark sports interior. Alfa Romeo embroidered onto the headrest and uh, a little red contrast stitching on the seats very nice indeed however it's an alpha male so what we really need to do is get this out on the road real world road tests on radio lemon.com so here we are then out on the road in the alpha julietta diesel the 1.6-105 horsepower version, cruising along at motorway speeds. A very quiet interior to this car. And I have to say that given that this is the entry level as far as the diesel is concerned, the drivability and the flexibility of this diesel engine has really impressed me. Uh, This is a smaller car as I've driven for a while, but there's big car levels of comfort and relaxation on the motorways and of course it's nippy enough to use around the smaller roads as well. Now earlier I mentioned this very beautiful aluminium switch in the middle, the DNA switch. This is uh, Alpha's driver assist if you will or driver select. The A is for bad weather conditions and affects how the traction control and the preload on the brakes work. N is normal, which is uh, denoted by a a little leaf, so you're in kind of an eco mode. And then there's the D for dynamic, which has a little checkered flag. And some of these switches that I've had on other cars have been really nothing more than a gimmick, but the change in the way that the throttle application affects the engine and the steering inputs are changed as well between particularly N and D. I have to say I haven't really used the car in the A version because we haven't had any bad weather here in the south of Spain. It's quite remarkable. The It really perks the car up and takes it to a, 
another level once you get it into the dynamic setting and you can change them on the move I've just thrown it back thrown it back to natural as it is called here you can go down one more and A is for all weather and it tells you that it's connected to that and there's a little uh, snow icon on the dashboard in front of me let's put it back into the, the natural now the sort of fuel consumption numbers that we've been getting from this Alpha been nothing short of exceptional on the uh, first trip after we picked the car up I did see 68 miles to the gallon 68 miles to the gallon now in fairness we were running relatively slowly around about 50 to 60 miles an hour and there was a bit of traffic in there as well while we were just cruising along and a little bit of stop start and by the way there is a stop start setting on this car as well which also enhances its economy once we uh, used the car a little more spiritedly and found the dynamic button well that did go down but I would say that in mixed motoring at 50 miles to the UK gallon would be very easy to attain and if you drove with your slippers on a little bit more I think probably between 50 and 60 miles to the gallon is a, wouldn't be an extraordinary number uh, to see in terms of how the car handles well as I've mentioned before I find this a, a very good driving position um, I do like to have my arms bent when I'm driving and I can pull the steering wheel quite uh, far back towards me I would like it to go a little bit further down but if it did go much further down it would start to hide the top of the, the dashboard which obviously wouldn't be great a uh, little increase in noise by the way as we've nothing to do with the car there that is uh, just a little bit of a different surface and some roadworks that we're driving on at the moment uh, the car is nimble enough when pressed on it, 17 inch uh, rims with relatively high profile tyres means that the uh, sidewalls are going to make the car roll a little bit and but I would say for everyday motoring it'll be more than adequate for pressing on just a little bit it's not a track day car neither is it meant to be but it's an Alfa Romeo and you would expect it to have some sporting pretensions I found the brakes and the preload on the brakes particularly in the dynamic sec section of the DNA control uh, very impressive and very confidence inspiring uh, there's a little beeper that comes on to let you know that the ABS is working and uh, also you get the uh, rear lights flashing quickly on this uh, foreign this European version should I say um, if you're into the ABS which is quite interesting not too much pedal chatter either uh, when you hit the brakes hard enough to activate the ABS but as I say this is not a track day weapon this is a car that you would buy to run around and do your town town work and maybe a little bit further afield now that said I would have no issue about jumping in this car and cruising across a continent because the seats despite the lack of any adjustable lumbar support are tremendously comfortable the view from the car and the driver's seat pretty good you can't quite see the front corners but we've got rear beepers uh, on this one the front beepers come at a uh, extra cost option or in that higher specification model but all in all it's screwed together very well and on the road the driving experience is good and it's actually just reminding me how good smaller cars have become nowadays there's no squeaks there's no rattles and the noise from the 1.6 engine except when it's very very cold is minimal 
and even when you start to push it on towards its four and a half thousand rev red line the rumble from the engine is just that it's not a diesel clatter it almost has a little sporting pretension to it so all in all the package is very good it's a stylish and dare i say fashionable car it may not be everyone's taste in terms of design particularly at the front end but i think it has a friendly face the julietta name has a long and successful history for alpha and this latest iteration of it will do nothing to detract from that it's a practical car that can be used every day and it's just a bit different it's not a golf it's not a seat it's not an audi it's not a volks uh, Volkswagen or a Ford there is something just a bit different about driving an Alfa and I perhaps say something about you and as far as making the choice you don't necessarily have to have your heart ruling your head because certainly in the UK these cars now hold their value very very well and the residuals are something between 38 and 48% over three years for the Julietta in fairness, the more expensive cars and the more sporting cars, uh, the SVs, are perhaps not quite as good. But this middle-of-the-range car is very well equipped and does exactly what it says on the tin with just a little bit of extra style. So if you want to stand out in the corporate car park or in your local supermarket, it provides a different choice and you don't have to compromise on your economy or your sporting nature. And by the way, if you're in the UK, the emissions of uh, this car means it's in the £30 vehicle excise duty car tax bracket. So it is one of the cheaper cars uh, to get taxed every year as well. So cheap running costs, something that's a bit different, and when you want it to be a sporting nature. And he asks for very much more, can you? It's the Alfa Romeo Giulietta 1.6 diesel, 105 horsepower, it's not a long time since I've said that, but that is quite enough for me. Another real-world road test. Check out more at RadioLeMond.com. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.